Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of Reboot Already Underway. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by... Dave I know, Becker. No, I know your that guys' names. I had, an, I had an intro planned, and I already forgot it. We'll hit it next week. We'll hit it next week. Joined by David Becker. Hello, everyone. And Aaron Hahn. Hello. <laughs> Off to a great start this week. I had, I had something planned, but you know, you'll just... After, after 39 episodes, you forgot just... our names, David. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 39 episodes we of like five years nope. of knowing both of you. I, I kind of expected <laughs> that to come sooner or later, and that's the sad thing. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not going to say that. Guys, we have a great show ahead for you. Uh, we're going to be talking about our number two film of all time, uh, our favorite film of all time. I do this every week. You understand by this point. Um, yeah, so we're almost at number one. Um, number one should be fairly predictable for all of us, I think, but... Uh, We'll see. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Fist Fight and XX. Is that how it's pronounced? I'm uh, not know. sure. XX, double X. Uh, we'll talk about it. David doesn't know about this one, but it might be one he might be interested in. But guys, first we're going to talk about our favorite animated movies. We've been talking about our favorite movies of all time in our top ten, um, but it came to my attention that there are no animated movies in either in any of those lists. You know? It's kind of huh. sad. Oh, what do you mean? Uh, but, so, you know, I thought we should take this time to talk about those animated movies that we think are top tier, top of the line, best film, 10 out of 10, four stars. Guys. <laughs> um, four stars? Yeah, four stars, but 10 out of 10. 10, 10 out of 10, but four out of five stars. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It's, it's fractions there, and that's how fractions work. So, guys, who wants to start with their, not their favorite, but just a, a animated film they think is fantastic? Drink overpriced coffee. There you go. That's $37. Well, awesome. I'm bad. And that's good. I will never be good. And that's not bad. There's no one I'd rather be than me. Well, I mean, I can go first, but I feel like I'm going to steal one of yours, Lacey. So I hope you have backups in mind. <laughs> I don't, but I can think just, of just course. Star Lane. I, start lane I know play. what you're going to pick right out the gate. My fav- I think my favorite animated movie of all time is the Lego movie. Mine too. Mine too. <laughs> it's not well. even a question, honestly. <laughs> um, so why, Aaron? Why is, why is that? Uh... Well, I mean... We can go in on this together because you know, it was like we saw this together. We did, and as we just as we <laughs> stated uh, last week when we were talking about the Lego Batman movie, we were just dying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were doubled over. Um, like it was probably one of the best movie like theater experiences I've had, if not the best, because we just had. Who else was with us then? Uh, Nathan. Um, Nathan, was my brother with us? I don't know. I don't remember that. Cause I can't. I, can, I there was a girl. I'm trying to think there back on this. Girl, I don't remember I don't if he was, was there Caroline. or not. There was a girl there though, who did not like it as much as we did. Must have been Mallory. It was Mallory. It might have been Mallory. It was yeah. Mallory. But yeah, we had just had the, we had this whole group of us going together, and we were just like, for the most part, we were all just cracking up. Mm-hmm. And because like, 
I mean, what's great about this film is like the way it mixes. It has so many jokes of like such a variety of jokes, yeah. like, and we're getting like get all one. of them. Like we're getting like the more like broad jokes. We're getting mm-hmm. like the clever like pop culture references that like the kids in the theaters are not oh, yeah. getting. And then, like, um, you get, like, the Star man. Wars characters come in, and we're yeah. just, like, losing it. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Um, I just watched this again recently in preparation for Lego Batman. And, man, every time I watch it, I forget how hilarious this movie is. That was, Like, it's every overrated. few minutes, there's a joke. And there's you one haven't that, seen it, dude. <laughs> yeah. There's one I, that just I know kills side-splitting impact every time. And it, it, it's all the way from the beginning, um, where it's, uh, and he's like, cover your butts. Cover our what? <laughs> like, and the doors fly open. It's the first line in the movie, but it makes me laugh. Just the delivery from Morgan Freeman is fantastic. And Will Ferrell as uh, Lord Business, fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. one of the better voice acting jobs in a long time. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, this movie, even if this movie wasn't as great as it is, I think just that theater-going experience will forever be burned in my mind as, like, this helped cement this movie as one of the greats for me. And, and yeah, it's just that Star Wars moment where we just lost it. We, we could not contain <laughs> ourselves at that Star Wars moment. It like, was, we were, I was laughing for, like, a good, like, 30 seconds after it had ended. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, people, like, in the rows in front of us were, like, looking back oh, at dude, us. Oh, dude, they like, were getting so annoyed because we were laughing so at everything. Everything was funny. But that was, I think that was also the first movie-going experience. I, well, I'm not sure. I think we started it, but we started just applauding at the after the credits started rolling, yeah. and I think basically the entire theater joined in with us. Yeah, so, we did, I know. think we did start that. I think you're right. <laughs> because it was just one of those applaud moments. And then just that, we're from Planet Duplo. <laughs> it's fantastic, Aaron. Um, but yeah, watching it again, um, I don't know if this movie like hit me this hard when I saw it um, in theaters. I don't think it did. Because at that point, I was just high on all the jokes. But there's like real emotional gravity to this film um with with lord business and emma and it's it's makes me it made me cry i'm not gonna lie oh is that what is that a kleenex box with rogue one <laughs> um david's holding a kleenex box yes to rogue one um with rogue, it was, i got that for my birthday that's a birthday present a kleenex box nice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i would need that kleenex for that scene because it makes me cry and uh yes and it's just such like a like unexpectedly good and usually unseen message in kids' movies that it's just like, man, who would have expected this from the Lego movie? When you hear the Lego movie, you're like, this is gonna be so dumb. And then you see that first trailer and you're like, Oh, this looks oh guess okay. what? I still I still hear it it is really dumb. No. Like, I don't know who you're hearing that from, because it's one of the most celebrated animated films of all time now. But of yeah. all time, it's been out. Wait, wait, pause, pause, pause. Of all time, it's been classic. It is an classic. Classic. It really is. David, you have uh, to this see this movie. This has been out for what? A year? Yeah, it came Three out in 2014. Now. Yeah. Whatever it is. Couple years. 2014. Yeah. yeah. You cannot say that it that is a classic. If it's been it out is two an years. David, you classic. need to see it. Oh my You'll know. Gosh. You'll know. Um. But yeah. Then just fantastic voice cast. I mean, Definitely. Chris Pratt alone. 
sells his. And then Liam Neeson, man, bad cop, good cop. Oh my god! Do you god. see the quotations I'm making with my claws? Yeah, we also brought this film up in the when we were talking about our most quoted films. Yeah, we did. We talked about this film and like so many great quotes. It's even more but, quotable now because of how timely the Lord business stuff is. <laughs> Man, I love Octan. They make all the history books, all the voting booths. <laughs> like, oh, oh, wait. <laughs> but yeah, Lego Movie. That was the one that I wanted to talk about, so I'll have to think of more. Um, or one more. Uh, David, you want to go next? Well, yeah, I'm going to talk about a movie called Toy Story, mm. which I mean, Toy mm. Story speaks for itself. They've made three amazing they, they, films. Are you talking about the whole trilogy then? Yeah, we'll, we'll go with the whole trilogy. I agreed. Like, agreed. Because they're great. I mean, all the, character, all the characters are so well put together, and the comedy, it just all flows. I mean... Voice acting is great, flow. and like, aren't they still making a fourth one though? Even though they had a perfect yeah. trilogy, they are. It's, They're it's lethal, kind of like weapon, lethal weapon. Set to yeah. release. <laughs> Thank you, David. Uh, Nineteen, I think they said. Yeah. Now this is gonna be the real problem with Toy Story Four because I'm assuming it's going to be fantastic. It's coming out the same year as the Lego Movie Two, so who knows? That's gonna oh, be awesome. Um, but anyway, uh, Toy Story. What do you want? What What else do you want to say about it, man? I mean, it's such a storied classic franchise at this point what i mean just said. the whole the idea that your toys are alive and that like they do stuff while you're gone like well i mean obviously it seems like, like someone needs to watch the lego movie what if this was like, alive <laughs> cars planes oh, okay. what if I'm cars like, were alive <laughs> yeah sure yeah why yeah. not I, but I don't know. Just like it's it's the OG. It's the original, the original idea. It's they got it right, and they should have stayed to the original trilogy. And now, now uh, that's assuming this new one's gonna be bad, and I don't think it will be. I think they know I, what they I, have. I don't think it. W yeah, it won't be bad, but I. It doesn't do think there's something really powerful about that ending note and the yeah. arc they have going over those three films. Yeah. You know, where you like growing up see with it. Am I going to go see Toy Story 4? Of course I am. This is the same thing we said about about Star Wars 7, though. Why are they making a new trilogy? It ended perfectly. Oh, wait. The new trilogy's freaking amazing. <laughs> like, that would make sense. You don't know that yet. It. We're only one film into okay, this. Okay, the first film is amazing, and it only goes up from here. <laughs> oh, did, ja did Jacob send you the new um, poster that oh, they put God, for The Last no. Jedi? Oh, my God, no. No. It's just yeah, Jar Jar Binks with a lightsaber. Oh. <laughs> it it's really well Jedi. done. I, I had Jacob like kind of was like, what? No, they didn't they didn't release another one. I'm like, no, yeah, they did. You and did the, not have me fooled for a moment. Because <laughs> I Google searched. I'm like, new Star Wars The Last Jedi poster. Nothing came up. I'm like, all right, let's see what he's got. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Fact checking. What is this nonsense? <laughs> Doing a simple Google search to check the validity of an internet claim. <laughs> oh man, what kind of monster with, are you? And with Google, huh? Yeah, with Google. It wasn't even you a, gotta go Google. It's not this even is a thing. credible source. You gotta go Google now, guys. Uh, my animated movie is uh, 
is Ratchet and Clank. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. I am just kidding. I am just kidding. I wanted to see. Yeah, mine. I've I've seen the movie because I played the game. No, not how it works. Um, no. Uh, so I'm gonna start with uh, with The Incredibles then. Um, this is a movie that every time I watch it, only gets better. Um, there are just those great moments. It, it's it's like yeah, the action's cool and oh yeah. There's a great moment where he's holding the, the claw and it's spinning and rips through the Omnitron or whatever they're called. And it's like, oh, we got to use it to defeat itself. Very cool moments. But it's the little moments, the family moments that really are just like amazing. And you got Dash. Dash, when he starts running on that water, and he's like, oh, like that scene is amazing because <laughs> the music swells and you got that amazing Michael Gacchino score that's under it. The Incredibles, man. Now, I said the family moments that I like in that movie are when they're at the like when they're in the beginning they're all fighting at the table. Yeah, that, that's, it's like that's you're not allowed, you're, you're not allowed to use your powers. Like yeah. it's yeah, and then like uh, oh, are we there yet? We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> like, just, Craig T. Nelson, man, he's amazing in this movie. Um, but it's just one of those things. It's the same thing. That they they try to do all the time. Oh, this is a grounded Batman. This is a grounded Superman. This is like, The Incredibles is like the most grounded superhero movie I think I've ever seen. Because it gives them real personalities. And they're not like, you know, brooding, like, evil fighters all the time. You know, they're real people. Um, and I, I said uh, a few months back when I watched Psycho that that might be an example of a perfect movie. I think Incredibles might be, like, pretty close to that as well. Um, oh, wow. I, I, I mean, it's not one of my favorites. I, well, it, I mean, obviously it is, but it's not, like, top ten material. <laughs> but um, I think it is just so close. It hits every note it needs to. Um, God, I can't think of who plays Syndrome right now. Jason Lee. Um, Jason Lee's fantastic. Uh, and just the whole buddy Syndrome arc is... Just always just like, man, really messed up. <laughs> I don't know. The whole movie is just great. And uh, no, I think... one of my favorite no one of my favorite scenes in the movie mm-hmm. and everyone goes, Oh, it's obviously the Frozone, like super scoop part. That that is a great part. That is like, a great yeah, scene. <laughs> love that part. But it's at the very end of the movie, because it's and it's with Dash and the family. Mm-hmm. And because you know the family didn't let Dash to compete in sports. Oh because, yeah. Geez. And so he's running track. And he's like, he's like, oh, he's killing it. And then they're like, cheering him on, but they're like, no, 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 don't, don't get first. And then he's like, why? They're like, go for a second, go for a second. And then like the parents, are just <laughs> yeah, like the family the right in family. front of them. <laughs> man, just Incredibles uh, uh, is uh, like uh, peak uh, Pixar, man. And I don't know that we're I ever mean, gonna get back to that. I don't think we ever will. We are, we are getting a we will with the Incredibles too. No, I don't know, man. It's yeah, that, that's Jack the Jack's one that scares me the most. And... Oh God, no! What was what was his his power was like? He's a shapeshifter, he man. Shapeshifter, right? Like mass, yeah. mass changer, like matter. I don't know. Because um, he was like a demon, but then it was like a weird thing. Like, yeah, who knows? Metal baby. But yeah, Incredibles. I think it's incredible. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta find another one. So Aaron, you what is your what is your second movie? All right. Well, this is one that you're gonna 
You're gonna push back on, Lucy. But uh, I swear to God, if it's it's the Lion Dory. King. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> All right, let me hear it. I mean, this is just clearly. The best Disney movie of all time. It's definitely I mean, you got, not. You got Let's fantastic your, songs. Every, every single song is iconic and incredible. You got you got you got your great story arc filled with darkness. You know, it's like you know, this is like the darkest kids movie you've ever seen. Like he's just like straight up straight up kills Mufasa, and you're like, all right, that's not gonna scar any children. Uh-oh. Boo to you, Aaron. You're booing me over here. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who should be booed. I, 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 I saw it coming. I was like, I have to do it just so Lacey <laughs> oh my can get his boo in return. <laughs> we just gotta all make our terrible puns. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once again, fantastic voice cast. Uh, James Earl Jones, oh, Matthew Broderick. Matthew you know, Broderick, uh, kill the man. What? Matthew Broderick, kill the man. Just like to throw that out every <laughs> time we talk about Matthew Broderick. <laughs> what? Matthew Broderick, kill the man. I'm not kidding. Do you think I'm kidding? <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. He hit a, you know, like he, in real he, life? Yeah, like he hit a guy and killed him. Like with his fist or with his no, car? No, with his car. Like... He was drunk driving and he killed yeah. a man. Did you guys not hear this? I thought it was this was gonna what? be like a quick little bloop no. done, but no, you guys had literally never heard that he killed someone. No. I was about to fact check it on Google. I yeah. just, <laughs> just shamed Jacob for doing that for like ten minutes and now Aaron's just gonna hop on that gravy train. No, I think the joke was you're always supposed to fact check. But anyway, Aaron, Lion King. I'll let you continue to rave about the worst Disney animated film of all time. Shut up. I know. I know it's not the worst. I just think it's extremely overrated. The music's not that good. You have you have Timon. Yes. Joking. Okay. Hakuna Matata. You got Timon and Pumbaa. He killed two people. Oh really? Well, there. Even worse. No, at the same time, in, in this car crash. Uh, what, would it be even worse if, you know, you killed the first person? It's like, oh, I'm not going to do this again, like, a week later. Now, like, let's be honest. It would be worse if it, they were two separate incidents. I don't want to weigh human life here on this podcast. It's a bit too dark but, for us. But if it I were two did. separate incidents, we'd look at it a little differently. Let's be honest here with that one. Let's not get this deep on this, Aaron. <laughs> Lion King, continue. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Moan. We, we might have to moan. move on. We're just going to move on. We're not going to get past Matthew Broderick killing a man. <laughs> it's still a great film, regardless. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to say my piece on Lion King real quick. You know, it's the long, it's the long time-honored tradition on the podcast. Jacob hates the Lion King. It's true. I do hate The Lion King. But I can recognize that it's not the worst Disney movie. It's by no means superior to any of the other movies surrounding it on Disney's slate. But credit where credit is due. David, what's your second movie? David? Uh, 
Yes. Yes. Are you, are you looking for one? <laughs> I can go next. Oh, no. I don't own any. I don't have any animated movies here at school. Wait. I can go next and let you think Crack. of one. Um, yeah, cause I'm debating between. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you go. You All go. Right. Let me see what you got. To well, right I have two. Um, so I'm just going to give a shout out to one and talk about the other in length. Um, man, this is difficult to choose which one I think is better. But I'm, you know, you know what? I'm going to say shout out to Chicken Run. I think Chicken Run's fantastic. Really? Yeah. You like Chicken Run that much? Yeah, dude, really? I freaking love I, Chicken I, I Run. Thought... It's good, but... <laughs> you guys don't love Chicken Run? I don't like Chicken Run at all. Yo, guys, What? What? <laughs> you guys are messing with me. Bad movie, but I didn't think it was greatest animated films of all time. <laughs> oh man, it's up there. It's up there. And now here's the thing. Also, have seen Iron Giant, but it's one of those that I'm like. I remember seeing. I, the yeah, Iron I saw Giant, it way too young. I don't, I don't remember. remember it well enough to speak on it. But the one I'm going to talk about. I still think I've been on VHS. Yeah, I probably have it somewhere in here. In this house of mine. Um, Wreck-It Ralph is the one I'm going to talk about. Um, Interesting. Because I do think it is probably Disney's greatest movie. You want to fight me on really? that, Aaron? I do want to fight you on that. That's wow. way too bold. <laughs> no, not Disney's greatest <laughs> movie. I think it's their Excuse greatest. Excuse me, Star Wars is also owned by Disney. No, no, no. No, no, no. All the Star Wars movie. Of, of the most recent stint of great Disney films, I think Wreck-It Ralph is the best of them. Can, can we all... I still disagree with you. What I'm, would you say I'm is sure better? I can, I'm sure I can argue Frozen or... No! Oh, God! Yeah. Frozen's I'm fine, sure but it's not, like, better than Wreck-It Ralph. Well, I, I, I like Moana, Frozen, and Tangled all better than Wreck-It Ralph. Are you just gonna say. Exactly. Fine, I'm gonna <laughs> talk about Wreck-It Ralph, because, my God, this hits all of the little, the little Jacob things, you know? Oh, this is all the little Jacob quirks, you know? I like worlds inside of worlds, so it's nice. You know, you got the little arcade cabinets. Got John C. Riley doing, like... An amazing job as Rocket Ralph, um, Sarah Silverman, who normally not a big fan of Sarah Silverman, but she does pretty well playing Vanellope. Vanellope, right? Yeah. Um, this is now. Here's the thing. You can say is is Moana better? Probably. Maybe is Tangled better? I don't think so. Frozen, maybe. But Wreck-It Ralph, man, I can watch that any time. You know, I'll just pop that one in, have a good laugh or two. Uh, you know, like the little video game references all over the place, you know. It, it's a me movie. It's very much a me movie. And, uh, you know. and I, right, I was going to say, you're, you, you're much more into gaming than I am. So, I can understand, like, why this would mean more to you. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, if I'm lying, I'm dying, Aaron. Yeah. The end makes Don't me cry it. every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Because it's just so gall-danged emotional, Aaron. Now, David, have you seen Wreck-It Ralph? Nope. You should watch that as well. I think you would enjoy yeah, it. you would really I'm sure, like I'm it. sure I would, but just, you know. Hey, just, is that on Netflix? No, I have it, though. I don't think so. So, just I don't, I don't 
have a lot of time. You got to make time for this. If you can make time for Dexter, you can make time for good movies. <laughs> well, Dexter isn't a movie, it's a TV uh, Yeah, show. which means it takes more time. That means it takes more time. <laughs> no, but like I... I and when you get to the end of it, you'll be like, that was a bunch of time I wasted <laughs> on, a show, on a show that Aaron warned me about, but I didn't listen. I want to... Final thing on Rocky Ralph. I know. I just want to say... Well, you say it, then I'll spite Aaron. Alan Tudyk. Tudyk? Alan Tudyk? I think. Tudyk. Tudyk, yeah. Alan Tudyk, amazing as King Candy in this. Just, what is he doing... It's fantastic, but I love it. So, final thoughts. Record Ralph, for your consideration, everyone. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's a very good film. But I just think, I think the flaw in it, to me, is that once you get to, like, the candy racing game world, it kind of loses track of, like, the video game jokes and basically becomes just, like, food jokes. And you're like... They're still kind of funny, but it's like you lost your the, what was so special about it. I agree. I still think it works, though, man. I also think they needed more game worlds. Like, you know, like just three is like not enough. wreck Ralph 2. So I hope that, I know, I was going to say, sequels. Coming, baby. It's going to be great. Jane Should Lynch as well. I always forget Jane Lynch is in this movie. Also great. And I don't even like Jane Lynch, but in this movie, she just is the perfect casting choice for this character. So, David, what is your final one? Um, well, I, I want to talk about all the animated... Well, first of all, I, I want to say BoJack Horseman, but that's not a movie, so that hurts my heart. All right. But, right, right. And then I want to say, I wish there were, like, all the animated parts of It's Always Sunny, especially, like, when Charlie goes through, like, <laughs> like is it, like, a drug... What? Or is that just like how Charlie sees the world? Like I remember there's a few episodes where no, he just it's like all animated with the waitress it's and stuff. I thought it was are, you, are you thinking of the one like where the the the, the convenience store is like being robbed or whatever? And yes, all that one. Responding yes, that to one. it, and then he does like an up parody with the waitress or whatever. Yes, that was perfect. And, like if I saw a whole like episode of just that, but uh, I digress. I'm gonna go with a little movie. Called Kung Fu Panda. Oh, sweet oh yeah! I thought we were going to get through this without talking about Kung Fu film. Panda. Second or second or third de- debating. I, I you know I couldn't let Kung Fu Panda. Because oh. me and Aaron loved this movie. I know. It's true. I know it's you guys. Phenomenal do. movie. Jack Black is at one of his highest as Poe. I mean, you have an original story. You have action. You have cute animals. You have funny jokes. What else does an animated movie That's need? That's a great point. I don't know. I don't know what else you need. I don't know. Relatable characters. Togetherness. Like I could just keep going on forever. <laughs> like, how do you not like this movie, Jacob? It's like, not that I don't like it. I just think you guys are blowing it way out of proportion. It's not that no, good. No, it's so good. No, I just, I just, you just agreed with every single one of my points, so how am I blowing it out of proportion? 
A point in case. Case what in are point, you talking whatever about? Whatever you want to take first or second. No, no, it's no. Hilarious, great voice cast, great See, I didn't score. think it was that funny. And then just, like, whenever they get into, like, the kung fu fighting, you're like, this oh. is, like, legitimately thrilling. And, and like, like, yeah, the final, the final fight scene between um, Poe and it's the leopard. Uh, what's his name? I, it, the movie's so like, good, you can't even M. remember the main villain's name. There's multiple villains, don't worry. I'm just yeah, there's I'm so many messing. movies in the universe that you lose track of them. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, but the final fight scene's phenomenal. Have you seen the third one yet, David? No, I haven't. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. I know. I, I literally, I pulled it up one day and then I just didn't watch it because I think I got distracted. Because it's hard to like just watch a movie at my apartment because I have people coming and going like every like seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Not five, seven. But, you um, got this down to a science right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm sure some, some girlfriend's going to walk in. I'm like, oh, I'm sure some random person's going to want to say hi. Like, it's awful. <laughs> and I locked my door, too. I don't know how. It was like, like, hey, we're here. I'm like, I didn't want you to come. But, you know, oh, well. <laughs> this is Now, this is a series I'm going to need to watch all of them again. Because obviously I'm missing something. <laughs> but as of right now. Or maybe you just have terrible tastes in animated movies because you hate The Lion King as well. apparently I like Chicken Run that no one else is on board with. I think think you're blowing it out of proportion is what what I think is going on there. No, no. Guys, let's move on (laughs) to the upcoming movies of the week. What's in the box? Present. Can I see? Danny, stop being so nosy. Parking lot. The school is on. Teachers don't fight. Um, interesting week. Um, mostly bad. One that could be very Whoa. good. Whoa. Um, I think there's a few that. Whoa. Two that could. Jacob always audio. condemns movies before we even talk about them. Like he all like. I'm condemning. Let the, let's let's start here. I'm condemning the Great Wall, whether or not it's a good film. Because <laughs> if it's. Freaking white savior complex that it has. It's a bit uh, distasteful, maybe, for the world we live in right now. <laughs> like, or any world, really, for that matter. Well, what would you rather have? The Great Wall starring Matt Damon or no Great Wall movie at all? Because I would go no with no Great, Great Wall movie, movie at all, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, what, what yeah. do you make of the Great Wall? The movie, not the landmark. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a pretty nice wall, you know. <sighs> yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty great wall. Can't I mean, we... there is a country that knows how to yeah, build a wall. Yeah, darn it, you got say. there before me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, the movie just looks bland. bad. I mean, I don't know yeah. what more to say. It looks pretty bland. Just do, do you always do... Ah, excuse me. Have you seen the shield throw scene with Matt Damon? Yes, like I, in the yeah. trailer. How slow did he throw that shield? Yeah, it, like it's, it's such so a slow. slow. Like, <laughs> it's like there's no way the and physics I don't know makes why sense I always, on this. And like, I don't know why I always like bring that up, but I'm just like, how does this? Like, this would never happen. Like, no. you gotta whip that thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, the physics of this movie's wrong. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. For sure. It, For yeah, sure. that's that's the that's its biggest problem. <laughs> uh, no. Um, 
other than the whitewashing white savior complex this film has, I think also its creatures completely uninteresting. Like we've seen the same kind of creature a million times before. It's just like little, little big green reptile people, or not people, but I honestly haven't seen any of the creatures. Yeah, they're pretty boring. Like if I were, if they went the whole time, they're like, "What are these creatures? What is, what is this?" And then all of a sudden they show that in the actual movie. I went to pay money, saw this movie. I'm like, I want to know what these creatures look like. And they show that. I would be livid. I'd be like, this is what they sold me on. And they gave me this. Thanks, guys. A real creative. <laughs> I, just, I just love the part in the trailer when they're like, they have like the voiceover guy be like, of all the wonders of the world, the Great Wall is the only one that built to protect us. And it's like, Okay. Like, <laughs> what, what's the significance? <laughs> sure. I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean. Oh my have you guys, god. Have you guys ever wondered where the Great Wall ends? I mean, what? no. It's so, it's so long, but do you ever where it starts and where it ends? No, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess think, not. Think deeply about that. That's the meme where he goes like, you know, he points, <laughs> he's like, think about it. Internet, internet. I'm glad you could see Jacob Thank, do the yeah, motion. Yeah, it was very good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, you know, podcasts, very visual medium, as we all know. <laughs> yeah. So it works really well when I point at my head and uh, no one can see it. Well, let's move on. Great Wall. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about A Cure for Wellness, a movie I was somewhat interested in. And now I'm definitely going to see because the reviews are pretty bad. <laughs> Which, what it's Why Movie Wednesday, Aaron. <laughs> um, no, this is the movie uh, starring Dane DeHaan and Jason Isaacs. Uh, it is, let me pull it up because now my phone kicks me out every time. Um, Cure for Wellness. Let me read the official plot synopsis. <clears throat> Just give, me, just give me the thesis. An ambitious young executive is sent to retrieve his company's CEO from an idyllic but mysterious wellness oh. center at a remote location in the Swiss Alps. He soon suspects that the spa's miraculous treatments are not what they seem. Uh-oh. Aaron, you're very quiet now. like Shutter Island? Yeah, that's what everyone is oh. saying. Oh! But I haven't seen Shutter Island, so I can't say for for certain. But yeah, no. Um, I I actually saw the trailer for this today, and yeah. it looks good. What do you mean? At least the trailer I saw, I was like, this looks interesting. No, the trailer interested me. It's just that the reviews coming back are very like. I think we've seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> this is very it definitely looks fun. visually interesting, but then like yeah. I saw the runtime and I was like, nope, yeah. I'm out. It's two hours it's and two and a half minutes. hours long. It's like, oh, that just sold me. And that sold you. Oh my that God. sold me. And it's Gore Verbinski, which is like, because uh... I'll be able to actually go refill my popcorn. Come no, back. you don't. Who leaves in the middle of a movie? This is my problem. <laughs> like, why the like free refills? It's like don't leave during the middle of your movie. Do you have no respect? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> it frustrates me beyond belief. I I agree. People Cute. should just not have popcorn in the theater. All right. Well, let's not go that uh, far. Oh, uh, well, I'm. Uh, that's no. 
I mean, I will see this movie. I will be talking about it next week because I need a Y movie for Y movie Wednesday. No, no, no. Two weeks. Because this week I'm seeing John Wick 2, which is apparently Did amazing. No, I'm watching that soon. Um, but Where do you acquire John Wick? Rent it. It's Money. not, yeah, it's not streaming anywhere. That sucks. Um, you could have thought they would have given the streaming rights to somebody before this came out. Although, since they did twice the box office of the first one, I suppose they didn't need it. Yeah, that's a good so, point. I don't know. This is my problem with Gore Verbinski directing this. He directed The Ring. Terrible film. It's very bad. Good film. Very atmospheric. Compared to the Caribbean, that was part the of what got me excited for this movie. It's him directing. I was like, Are after seeing the ring, I was like, I want to see another horror film from him. Okay. Is the Care for Wellness supposed to be a suspense or thriller? Or is it's it supposed like to be a horror? thriller, a horror thriller? Or really? like, yeah, like a psychological it's a thriller. Psych- but... Psychological right slash body alley. horror. I'm totally going to see this. Which the body horror doesn't do it for me, but I'll still see it. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't really know what to make of this movie. We'll know in two weeks what I thought of it. Um, guys, how about Fist Fight? <laughs> a little film starring Ice Cube. Yes. Nope. Now, this Charlie is a movie I'm excited Bay. for. I'm excited, too. I don't think it'll be good. I think I'm going to get some laughs out of it, though. I- I'm excited because I just see Charlie Day and, what is it, Ice Cube? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to see him go at it. It's- like, this is going to be... Probably really stupid, but I want to support Charlie Day and everything that he does. So. So you need to watch Pacific well, Rim. Okay. I need to watch what? Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Oh, I take I take my statement back. Never mind. <laughs> Pacific Rim isn't even that bad. <laughs> Why are you turning down Pacific Rim? Nah, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. but um. But yeah, I mean Charlie no, Day. Charlie Day's in the Lego I- Movie. <laughs> We've got him. We've got him, Aaron. <laughs> He's 80s Spaceman. <laughs> I always oh, yeah. forget about 80s Spaceman. Yeah. I don't know why, because he's hilarious. Yeah, he's one of the yeah, best I'm parts. Pro- we got him, Aaron. We got him. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, no, fist fight. Um, trailer doesn't really make me laugh, which is a little scary. But I'm sure there'll be some jokes. You know, just watching Charlie Day do his Charlie Day thing. It's always going to get some laughs from me. Yeah, because when has a comedy movie ever put just the best jokes in their trailer and then the rest of the movie was really bland and didn't have any other jokes? That's never happened before. Yeah, so they went with reverse psychology. They put no jokes. Oh, okay. No joke. yeah, okay. yeah. In the trailer. Um, so they're like, we only got a few, so we got to save them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Makes sense. yeah we got to save them. <laughs> I like that idea. Um... No, other than that, I think you got a pretty good cast. Jillian Bell, I think, is very funny. Um, Christina Hendricks is in it for some reason. Tracy Morgan. Is it Kamel Nanjiani? I think he's in this. I don't know. I'll check. Um, Aaron, what do you think about Fist Fight? You're the only one who hasn't said anything. I'm just not excited for this movie. It just doesn't look good. No, oh, I, it doesn't, I but how, how can you not be excited for it? Look, but I, I, David is it, glitching I, out. It just doesn't look funny to me, though. 
I don't know why you would want to see a comedy movie that doesn't look funny. <laughs> I mean, why did we go see Fantastic Four? It's an action movie that didn't really that's, have any action. That's different, though. Action movies that are horrible are at least laughable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so why can't this be horribly laughable? Because yeah, comedy when a movies comedy don't movie really is bad, tend to work as well with the so bad it's good. It doesn't translate. Yep, it is Kumail yep. Nanjiani. I could insult you and say, oh, what about Hot Rod? And then. Hot Rod <laughs> is a good movie. That's yeah, so good. Exactly. It's funny. But anyway, um, the director is Richard or Richie Keen, who also directed. Oh, he directed some Only Sunny episodes. Oh, yeah. S- since 2012. Hmm. That gets me in a little bit. Gets me in a little bit more, huh? How about that, Aaron? Nope. Oh, My he directed some what? episodes of Shameless, David. Oh my oh. gosh, yeah, I'm, I'm stoned. How about nope. Aaron puts that in his pipe and just smokes it? You smoke about, it, Aaron? Uh, we wait and see until you guys watch this movie, and then you'll come back and be like, well, that was awful. And you'll be like, yeah. I, we should have listened to Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Just like Dexter. No, I'm, I'm watching Dexter just so <laughs> I can spite you and say, and argue the. The you know that the, no matter I'm if he thinks you, it's good. The or, ending for this series Aaron, is inarguable. You know, David, he's antagonistic so by bad. nature. He lives for this kind of thing. He'll say it's good, even if it's not, just to spite you. <laughs> you don't understand, Aaron. Oh. This is his you game. You cannot defend the ending for Dexter. It is impossible. It is so unbelievably awful. <laughs> well, I'm in season. I'm in season four. Well, wait. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. We're going to get there. Let's talk about XX first. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. It's either double we'll X or X. XX. Let's call it XX. XX. Actually, double X is easier to say. Yeah, double it's X. We're going with double, double X. X. <laughs> if, double if you're looking, if you're trying to look Didn't it up. Did triple X just come out, though? So now when yeah. single X Well, this out, has like, been in production <laughs> probably far before the new triple X was. Because um, I heard this is a bit of a tortured uh, process. Originally conceived in 2013, announced in 2013, so this has been out and about for a while. Um, it's not exactly a great sign, but no. Um, but reviews are largely positive, kind of leaning towards middling. Uh, this is a horror anthology uh, for four short films, all with uh, female directors and female leads. Um, so already awesome. Need more female directors. Um, so, I'll be seeing it, hopefully, if it comes here. I don't know that it will. Because it seems like it's going to be fairly limited, uh, as far as mm-hmm. its release yeah. goes. Um, but might be something playing towards towards you, by you, Aaron. Who knows? Maybe. Because the, the, the one like indie theater near me, their target demographic is like old ladies. So oh, I don't know if they're going to pick up a that's horror a film. Although they did pick up It Follows once, but <laughs> nice. I don't <laughs> I don't think they kept it for very long cuz no, I don't think no. anyone That's very out of uh out of the loop for them. They're um, showing 50 Shades Darker right now. Oh they... yeah, that's a great demographic. A very indie. My favorite Shoot indie movie is 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> Man, it's ugh. 
Um, but yeah, Double X. Uh, this is a film I'm definitely interested in watching. I'm not sure like how good it's going to be because like horror anthology movies just tend to be inherently uneven. Right. You know. I mean, that's just by the nature of what they are. It's not one story throughout. It's four of varying qualities. Right. So, <laughs> exactly. Knows? So there's the surprise of not knowing what you're going to get, yeah. but also just kind of like you, you don't know what to expect and that kind of makes it inconsistent. I think so. if I get even one great short film out of this, I'll be very happy. So that's all I need. But yeah. yeah, man. I'll, there's enough going for it to make me interested in watching it, yeah. regardless of how it turns out probably will be one that i rent because there's no way it's coming here so you'll hear about this right, probably so, yeah. around october we'll be seeing that so guys let's move on to the what have we been watching segment this week there once was a girl no one dare speak her name you go where shall i go what shall i do frankly my dear i don't give a damn Guys, what have we been watching this week? <sighs> well, no one wants I'll to go. Start. You guys are very quiet today. When you desire to be. <laughs> hey, Dave, you gonna go? You're gonna go for us. Take us All away, right, buddy. Because I have, I have a very, very. Are you eating on the microphone that you yell at me about? Oh my gosh. Internet. <laughs> I try to eat like almost every single time, and Jacob's like, "Oh, don't eat." I eat so quietly, smacking his lips. I eat so quietly. We're banning popcorn from the podcast as well. We're banning it. <laughs> we're just banning popcorn in general. Okay, we're banning. Stop it, it. Aaron. Aaron, Stop you're it. like the popcorn what? Nazi. Get get that out of here. <laughs> so yeah, I turned <laughs> twenty one. Thank you, thank you. I turned 21, so I guess the last weekend. And so therefore, I like I usually all my TV watching and like I do it at work. I work on the weekends, but Mm -hmm. somehow I was able to take off the entire weekend for work. Ah. So therefore, I watched a few episodes of Dexter. I'm still in season four because usually by now I'd be at season five. Mm-hmm. And um, season four is still on the up and up. Yeah, season four is probably the second best season. So yeah, I'm happy about that. But then I guess what came back on? Aaron. Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Walking I'm, Dead I'm not caught up though, tonight. so I didn't watch it. Uh, and I was happy. I was happy with this episode. I don't want to say a lot about it because obviously you're not caught up, but mm-hmm. no, it did. It, it's bringing a lot of things together. And, you know, I always wonder, I'm like, why are we doing these midseason finales and the breaks? And I don't know, Walking Dead is just weird, but it's a step in the right direction and it's going to keep going that way. And I'm, I'm happy about it. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And, that's all I watched because I didn't really have any time. Oh, all right. Because <laughs> I was at the bars. Yeah, so, understandably. 
I watched two things. <laughs> what was the other one? I'm sorry, I was going. <laughs> the Walking Dead. Oh, and Dexter. That's right. Sorry. I get yep. confused. I keep forgetting Dexter is just a weekly thing now. Um, Aaron, how long is your list this week? About the same as always. Okay. Well, I'm going to go then. We'll, we'll so close long. out on your long list. Guys, remember last week, podcast listeners, co-podcasters, last week I had a, I had a dream, a mission even, to watch several films, Mulholland Drive, Hell or High Water, one more that escapes me right now. John Wick. John Wick. And lo, none of them were watched. I, I am ha. shocked. Yeah. Oh, I, come shocked. on, Aaron. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Uh, you know, things things got in the way. You, are you telling me that you have poor time management <laughs> skills? <laughs> yes. What a shocking revelation. <laughs> you heard so, it here first, podcast listeners. <laughs> so, I was going to watch Mulholland Drive one night, and like, the Lego Batman movie's coming out soon. So, probably should watch the Lego movie. Watch that instead. And then I was like, I'm too tired to watch Mulholland Drive now. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a whole thing. But John Wick is happening. Because I need a Wednesday morning movie. So that's happening soon. Hell or High Water is happening. Because we need to release our uh, mini podcast for Hell or High Water eventually. But mm-hmm. let me talk about the things I did see. I did see little film that we call the Lego Batman movie. And let me tell you, uh, my friends, as well. it is fantastic. It is. It is. Oh. I'm over the moon. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's just one of those movies that, you know, you go in, you're like, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. You know, you, you have this franchise in both respects, Lego and Batman that I respect, that I love. Don't, don't, mess around with my heart but you know they did it and they made a movie they made a movie my friends that was so good that i'd say it's the best dc movie since the dark knight and i think aaron you might stand with me on that wow Mm, i don't know if i'd go that high but it's definitely what would you say it's not better than DC film since The Dark Knight Rises. Whoa, you hate The Dark Knight Rises. I do not hate The Dark Knight Rises. Oh. Just, Are these your just... alternative facts, Aaron? What? <laughs> you always talk about how much you hate The Dark Knight Rises. No, I talk about how annoying the fight choreography is oh in God. the Bane Batman Underground League one. Well, let me get this straight. I don't hate The Dark Knight Rises either. I do think Lego Batman's better than it, though. You have... You think uh, Lego Batman's better than what? The Dark Knight Rises. You can... You haven't even seen it, David! You can't even say it! (laughs) I'm... You're you're gonna have to bleep out what I'm about to say, because it's just... (laughs) Not a Lego Batman movie. Hilarious. Laughs nearly every minute. Not as much as the Lego movie. Some of them don't quite land. But more Mm -hmm. often than not, I'm busting a gut, Aaron. Yeah. Would you agree? You would agree. I would agree. Uh, not, not as funny as the Lego movie, but right. Close. still quite hilarious. You got Will Arnett doing one of the mm-hmm. best Batman 
ever. Um, you know, he's so brooding and also just so, like, over the top that it's, like, just the scenes where he's talking to Alfred and he's just, like, a man baby <laughs> in the suit. And it's like, this is the best, one of the best Batman adaptations I think I've ever seen. Where he's just like, oh, you gotta I go. I don't want to see Batman as a man, baby. What are you talking about? Because it's fantastic. Where he's like, oh, you promised you'd go to Commissioner Gordon's, Gordon's uh, retirement, but I don't wanna. <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's one of the best scenes in the movie. <laughs> it sounds that. It sounds like they're making Batman out to be just like a crybaby, and like, why would I want to see Batman? What am I? Listen, because it's hilarious. It's hilarious. No, and also probably just, one of the most it's real not even satirical. Oh, it's satirical. No, I believe no, 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 me. The no. satire is here, and it's thick. It's thick and syrupy, like everything else in this movie. It's like, <laughs> mm, give me those, give me those deep cuts. Give me Condiment King. I want to see, I want to see friggin' Condiment King in this movie. Oh, oh Kite yeah. Man. Kite Man is in this movie? Yeah, I want to see Kite and Man. Egghead. Egghead? And Egghead? I want to see Egghead. Egghead has a substantial role. I want to see Killer Moth. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to see all these yeah. horrible, horrible rogues gallery that <laughs> Batman has. And you know... Oh no, Egghead is an incredible villain. Yeah. You, you he he seen took the out the bat 60s signal. episode where he, he like hatches a dinosaur egg. Oh, that's, that's a masterpiece. And that's the other thing. Extremely well at satirizing all of the previous incarnations of Batman. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's the great, you know, you, I've seen you do this before in 2016, 2012, 2009. It's, uh, it's great. In the 60s, man. 60s Batman. You just got to remember sometimes what was happening. How amazing <laughs> the 60s Batman And you was. got the shark repellent, Aaron. You got the shark repellent. It's amazing. <laughs> But standout of the movie, of course, Michael Sarah as Robin. Agreed. <laughs> Probably one of the best casting choices in a long time. His just his voice talent of just Michael Sarah. No matter how old he gets, he's still gonna sound like he's like twelve. Like no matter what, it's his cross to bear. <laughs> but um, you know he's gonna make a lot of money from it. Um, just got great Justice League in jokes, Aaron. Of course, mm -hmm. the one that you uh, texted me, the uh, Martian dance hunter. <laughs> it, it was like one of the dumbest lines of the movie, but that was definitely the biggest laugh for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> now the biggest yes. laugh for me. And trying not to get into spoilers. It, it, there's no context, and it's just funny enough that you'll laugh even if you do know what's happening. Is when they're driving. And he's like, life doesn't give you seatbelts. And then he slams on the brakes. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And Rosario Dawson, great as Batgirl. I, I love Rosario Dawson. I think she's like one of the greats right now. She almost single-handedly saved Ratchet and Clank. But not well enough <laughs> to like actually make it good. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I love Lego Batman. Aaron, you haven't said much. What What do you like? What do you dislike? Oh, I mean, I've basically just been agreeing with everything you said because I do. I do. I think it was a phenomenal movie, even though it wasn't 
nearly as good as the Lego movie, but as like, we were talking about, Lego movie is my favorite animated movie of all time. Instant so. classic. <laughs> Put the but, IC on that one. The, I, the IC. A instant classic. Put that one in the Criterion collection. <laughs> Get that one. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I but think I'm just I'm just gonna plug my review. Oh my yeah, of course, Cer- certainly. On uh, uh, this clever blog name is already taken. .tumblr.com. Yeah. If you want to read my full thoughts. And you but do because it's a very otherwise, good review. I basically just completely agree with you. Yeah. Uh yeah, I just think awesome. If this is like the new blockbuster, can you see the quotations I'm making with my claw hands? <laughs> um. <laughs> I'll be very happy. I think Ninjago looks hilarious as well. Ninjago sold me on that trailer. Yeah, man. Oh, like... God. Just the line where he's like, yeah, they all have their quirks. My mom likes to knit, and uh, your dad attacks innocent people. <laughs> you guys think that trailer looks good? Oh, my yeah. God. Ninjago looks <laughs> oh amazing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Dude, do you just hate joy? <laughs> do, do you just yes. hate joy? <laughs> I the do line, to make sure the line I know in the trailer. that I feel something. In it. <laughs> the line in the trailer is like, how could I ruin your life? I wasn't even a part of your life. I wasn't even there. <laughs> that one gets me too. Anyway, very excited to see where Lego goes from here. I don't know that they have anything announced for next year, but Lego... Next year, no. And then the Lego movie sequel. Good. We need a year. We need a nice year break. And then we get the Lego Movie sequel, and it will. I'm be... I'm surprised they didn't space yeah. out the films. Then you know, yeah. push Ninjago back to next year. But... I kind of like that they didn't. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of just Batman Ninjago, then take a break, then we're back to Lego. We're back to the Lego Movie. We're back to Emmett. We're back to Wild Style. Not Vertruvius. <laughs> no. Nick can find a way to bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's a Lego. <laughs> but anyway, guys. Uh, so that wasn't a great, that was in, I don't want to speak. That was a great film, but a film that, you know, Aaron, Aaron, David, on the podcast, we like to joke. We like to say mm-hmm. this film has no artistic value. You know, th- is this movie even art? And, you know, we're joking <laughs> more often than not, because, you know, art is subjective. It, it's what you, you, what you see. Now, I would argue that Rings is not art. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's not yeah, art. Aaron, Aaron's <laughs> on the opposite side of the spectrum. No, I haven't seen this one yet. No, no. But um, I'm sure you, I'm sure you are, Aaron. Rings is bad. Rings is offensive from how mm, bad. My it favorite is. kind of movie. No, no, it's not like <laughs> offensive for through content. It's offensive that they would sell tickets for this, that they would willingly take your money for a product so unfinished, so stale, and so much of just a retread, and feel good about themselves at night, to feel like, yeah, you know, we earned this. We earned this movie. We earned your money. We worked for this. No, you didn't do... You didn't do anything for this movie. (laughs) I was getting very heated and I almost cursed, but I'm good. <laughs> you didn't do wow. anything for this movie. <laughs> so this is my main problem with rings. The pacing. Tell me. 
The pacing is atrocious. There are two cold opens. There are two cold opens! You can't do that! That's not how scripts work! It's just like... So the, the plane thing... Completely irrelevant. Does not matter at all. You know the thing that they sold us in the trailer? The thing that they're like, you want to see this because this is a cool idea. What if this video spreads virally? What would happen then? Oh, you mean you're not going to show us that in this movie? You mean that was a bold-faced lie? You mean that's not in this movie at all? Good to know. Good to know that you completely lied. <laughs> like, this is not the movie. It's legitimately just the first movie again. <laughs> like, worse, but worse. And I know I was hating on the ring, but that's a little, that's a playful banter. I don't hate the ring. I despise rings with everything inside of me. This should not be a movie. No one should have wasted time or effort on this. Especially you, Vincent D'Onofrio. You're too good for this movie. Also, guy from Big Bang Theory. You shouldn't have been in this either. You were actually kind of okay. What? Huh? What? Yeah, guy from Big Bang Theory is in this. Not, not Sheldon, but the other one. There's four or well, the main five guy. or six or whatever. The one that dates the blonde-haired girl. What? The guy that dates the blonde-haired girl. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. He's in this. And he's okay. He he's actually okay. And there's an interesting idea. He has, like, a little something going on. Never gets resolved. He's just like... And then, to have the nerve. To have the nerve... To act like you're going to get sequels to this movie. To be like, you know what? Cliffhanger. Let's cliffhanger them. Because <laughs> they're so stupid, they'll go see this anyway. Guess what? No one went to go see it. You made no money. And you canceled one of Aaron's favorite franchises because of it. That's true. How do you feel? I have not seen this movie, but I absolutely despise it as well. Just because its failure caused them to cancel the new Friday the 13th movie. That was finally getting into production. And then, now it's not going to happen at all. And so, I hate you. I hate you, Paramount. More than anything. You're, you're now below people who talk in the movie theater and people Ooh. who like Dexter Season Ooh. 8. Now it's Paramount Ooh. Executives. Wow. We've added a third. We've added a third. Wow. Item. This is, you know, I'm liking that we're getting some recurring jokes on here. You know, you know it, it's an in for people. But yeah, Rings, horrible. Horrible. I don't even think it's in theaters around us anymore. It made so little money. So good. Because no one should have wasted their money or time on this. I did, so you didn't have to. <laughs> so, you know, just don't watch it. Don't participate. And this is worse don't than The Forest. It. I didn't think I would don't find a movie. It. Yeah, don't think. Oh, my God. I didn't think I would find a horror movie I hated more than The Forest. But this is it. Because I was thoroughly bored throughout the whole thing. And, you know, Forrest at least had some mm -hmm. things going for it. What's actually happening? It's so easy. I told Cattell all the plot twists of this movie way before they even happened. I'm like, well, this is obviously going to happen. Oh, it happens? Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, the subtitle of the film is a major plot point. They're like, what is this supposed to mean? Oh, God, I wonder if it's the subtitle of your film. Yeah, it is, you idiots. <laughs> like, why would you subtitle. subtitle it that? Oh, my God. Like, what? 
you know, in certain markets, the film is titled something else. And I don't want to, you know what? Do I want to say this? Because no one yes, should waste no. the time. No. Yes. Fine, I'll, I'll Google it. Yeah, just Google it. You know, just foreign, foreign markets, rings, subtitle. And I knew this going in. So the whole time they're trying to solve this riddle, I'm like, obviously it's going to be this. And guess what? It was. Guys, th this leads me to another somewhat horror film that I watched. Not really horror. It's a documentary. Um, that It's an HBO documentary that I watched. It's called Beware the Slenderman. It's about the, oh, you watched that? Yeah, it's about the two 12-year-old girls who stabbed their friend 19 times in the woods because Slenderman told them to. Oh, yeah. I remember my sister telling me about this. Yeah. No, um, my sister my sister weren't the girls that did it, but like, they told me about the story. No. <laughs> I, yeah. No, David's sister is not the girl who did this, just so we're all clear. Um, one of the girls who did this. That's what the Slenderman wants you to think. Oh, God. It's, this is a uh, true story, yeah. Aaron. Come on, man. <laughs> Have some decency. No. The girl lived. girl who got stabbed lived. Um, so that's good. Nine, wait, wait, wait. She lived after 19 yeah. times? Yeah. They missed huge arteries several times. They missed every single artery. Wow. Basically. Like, ones that would have killed her if they would have hit it. Like, grace of God, this girl lived. Basically. <laughs> like, um, but... I highly suggest people watch this, actually. It's it's weird, and it's creepy, and also kind of a, an it's interesting... True. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um, also, an interesting look at mental health, because the thing is, these girls had, like, deep psychological problems, obviously, if you've driven to do this. Like, the one girl was schizophrenic. No one told her she was. Like, so that's bad. One girl had, like, extreme dissociative disorder, uh, to where she didn't even really realize what she was doing was bad. Um, so it's it's very interesting. And I think if you're looking for kind of a weird, creepy documentary that'll make you never trust children again, I think this is the one for you. <sighs> that, that sold me. All right. No, I, I mean, it's free on HBO as well. So if you have HBO, check it out. I don't have HBO right now. Not, not until When I resubscribe for... Game of Thrones. Soon. Maybe I'll watch it. Um, I think that's it. Oh, caught up back up on Superstore. Superstore, still enjoying it. Um, actually, a pretty good re episode recently. Uh, it's just one of those oh, shows I'm I put on. glad you're wasting your time with that. Oh, man. I put it on uh, in the background, and I do some work with it. You know, get some jokes every here and there. But I like America Ferreira. I think she's very funny in the show. So, Did you watch the second episode of Powerless? No, I gave up. <laughs> I thought we talked about it last week, where I'm like, tell we, me if it gets good, because if it does, then I'll start oh, watching okay. it. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you were going to give it a few more episodes as well, but nah. second episode, not good. Okay, good to know. It basically had, like, no DC Comics jokes, and that was, like, the only thing they had going for it, oh, so I was like... Oh, no. Well, oh, wait, you you watched that? How, that, that looked we awful. talked about That's it last week. That's Vanessa Hudgens, right? Yeah. yeah. It looked no, awful. I know it looked awful, but oh, I didn't want to try it out, you know? I'm probably no. going to give it, like, one more episode yeah. at this point. Cause... We'll see. We'll like, see. Like, the CGI? The CGI oh, looks Oh, the awful. CGI is horrible. Yeah, well, I mean, it's TV CGI. <laughs> of course it's bad. Well, I mean, if you look at stuff like the actual DC shows, like Flash That's and true. Supergirl and stuff, they have Supergirl is solid CGI great. for a TV show. For a TV show. Okay, I'll give you that. 
but yeah, that that's my list. That's uh, all I watched. And uh, so one horrible, horrible thing. Don't even want to call it a film. One great animated feature. And one pretty interesting documentary that I recommend. There you go. All right. All right. Well, Aaron, time for my list. All right. Um, are we climbing a mountain today, or is it Kick more it. like a little hill? It's uh, close to a mountain. It's close oh, to a boy. mountain. <laughs> but I'll move quickly. Uh, it takes a village, Aaron. Not a bad. Takes man. a village. <laughs> uh, first, I watched Suspiria, which was a film that I have been meaning to watch for a while because, like. During the Halloween season, I would put together like a playlist of like horror movie soundtracks, and I was like, I want to add more to this than my usual. So I looked up like best horror movie soundtracks of all time, and then people are like, Suspiria is like the best horror soundtrack of all time. And I listened to the main track, and I was like, this is like one of the best horror soundtracks of all time. Like it's (laughs) so creepy. You're like, this needs to go in my playlist, and I need to see this movie. So I watched the movie and. It's a pretty solid movie. I mean, the soundtrack is definitely the highlight, but... Okay. It's also very well-directed. Like, there's a very interesting use of uh, color in this film. Because, like, the lighting for this film is, like, really... It's, like, unnatural, but also kind of, like... It's, it's like, intentionally, like, really obvious lighting. Like, they'll have, like, giant red, like, spotlights. Like covering the entire scene and then maybe like another green spotlight coming in from like the other side so it's like really drawing attention to the lighting okay but it's really interesting how they do this and it creates like this nightmarish feel to the environment of the film because like basically this film is about like a a dancer from america who gets who attends this school like this dancing school boarding school in I think it's in. It's supposed to be in Italy. It's an Italian film, okay. So I assume Italy. But I don't remember if they actually said it in the film or not. So you mean it's Black Swan? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Black Swan, but what you haven't seen Black Swan? No, I've been what? meaning to, but Man. I haven't gotten around to it. Man, that's a movie that. Wow. All right. Weird. Anyway. So yeah, uh, the plot uh, a is new horror. What? Black Swan is, uh, isn't a horror, is it? Eh. Isn't it more like a thriller? It's thriller, yeah. There's some horror elements. I don't know that I'd ever call it horror, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, so Suspiria, uh, the plot is gets a bit incoherent towards the end, <laughs> and the, the climax is a bit weak, but there's still some really solidly crafted uh, scares in this. And the, just go and listen to, like, the main theme from this movie, and you'll be like, I need to see this movie, because this is a really well-done soundtrack. Very creepy. Wait a minute. Are you raising your hand? <laughs> no, I'm stretching. Oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> I, my arm is raised, but I'm stretching. Did I talk about last week that I watched Unbreakable? No. I watched no, Unbreakable I with M. Night Shyamalan. They added that, all those yes. movies to HBO. That is my uh, favorite film of his. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sorry, what? I totally that that just totally just like well, popped I mean, into did, my. Did you, did you have anything else you wanted to say about it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It was interesting. 
I guess, and like, cause it, I guess it focuses on like everyone has like an opposite and a balance and the good and the evil. So like, yeah, it was interesting, but it's kind of like I don't want to say boring. I guess it was just a slow. You can say boring. It was like a it's slow a little burn. boring. Right. It's definitely a very slow burn, but I think that's what so. is great about it is that. Yeah it kind of eases you so much into that kind of superheroes in the real world kind of world yeah. building, you know? So I'm just like, because I'm like, okay, what is he going for here? Like, et cetera. Why are we introducing this? You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Sorry to cut you off. I'd like, no, that's not bro. Yeah. And that was what I had to say about that movie anyway. All so right. next, I uh, watched Moonrise Kingdom. Okay. So How's that? I've heard it's very enjoyable. Great. Yeah. I think it's interesting because, like, with Wes Anderson, I, well, the, like, the first film of his I saw was Fantastic Mr. Fox, but that's also kind of like his. That, like, stands out among his filmography right. because animated, that's animated. So. But then after that, I saw Grand Budapest Hotel. Like and now I'm, like, Budapest going Hotel. back and watching all these prior films. So it's kind of interesting because I think. When I can tell, Grand Budapest Hotel is like his magnum opus. Like this is his style at top, you know, capacity. Like this is yeah. everything he's been working through for like his entire career is in this movie. We're talking about Grand so, Budapest, right? Grand Budapest. Okay, I didn't know if we were talking so, about that or movie. So what I'm saying is, I think it's interesting now going backwards through his filmography, ah, okay. kind of seeing like where he was drawing. Where he was, like, working out that style. So, you know, like, I'm enjoying all of these films, but I also think it was, it kind of hindered my experience to watch mm-hmm. Grand Budapest Hotel first, because I'm like, nothing can compare to that now, I can, even yeah, I though can this is still a really enjoyable movie. Now, Edward Norton, I've seen the first, like, 20 minutes of this, mm-hmm. um, just through being around when people were watching it on Netflix. Um, but Edward Norton, just in those early scenes, I love Edward Norton, even though he might mm-hmm. be a bit of a prick off stage or off screen. God, his acting is so good. <laughs> like, oh, Edward Norton. Um, anyway, sorry, I just wanted to profess my love for Edward Norton there for a second. No, he's good in this movie. That's good. So That's I would good. recommend it to you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all right. This is one that you guys will be uh, happy I finally watched. Uh, I watched uh, High School Musical. Sweet Jesus, why did you do this, Aaron? We were all joking. You didn't need to watch this. No, yes, he did. (laughs) High School Musical is the grace of today. Like, what happened was, like, I am in a a creative writing class this semester, and I wrote a story, and I titled it, uh, Get Your Head in the Game. And then in class, everyone was like, you know, that's a lyric from High School Musical, right? And I was like, yeah, I've never seen the film, but I know it's a lyric from that. And then so my friend is like, well, we got to watch this now. Oh, so, God, Aaron, no. <laughs> watched it. <laughs> oh, God, Aaron. Um, it's about what I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite What's your favorite track? What's your favorite mine. track? It's got to be the status quo. The final. Well, not the final song, but the, the no, big. Man. Yeah, they're, they're big numbers. No, no, no. Numbers. The status quo song favorite, is but... the best one. I yeah, I would actually agree what, with that. What's the best one? The one where they're in the lunchroom. The status quo song. 
No, no. no. He's like, I, I make, would. I, I, I make creme brulee. Why? <laughs> what? what? Where he's like, I make creme brulee. Isn't that a line in that song? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Corbin Blue or whatever is his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you're gonna watch so, two yeah. and three, Aaron. I guess I have to watch two and three now. Oh sweet Jesus, Aaron! No one asked you to do this. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I'm a completionist. I have to watch all sequels. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> What's after High School Musical? All right. After that, uh, now we're getting into, as I've been talking about these past few weeks, watching through the AFI Top 100. Beep, so, watch RIPs on the uh, First, I watched Cabaret. Okay. Which, it was pretty interesting. Like, the story is okay. It's just kind of like a romantic drama kind of like a lesser version of casablanca in many respects Ooh, shots fired yeah you're right so i was like the story's but now, not and, that and, great and, and, and. they're not making casablanca <laughs> i mean come on <laughs> right uh, yeah literally not literally making, making not casablanca. making <laughs> but uh this is also a musical so the song num- the songs were pretty great okay so that was that was able to, you know, keep me entertained. And then what I think was really great about this film, though, and also really fascinating watching it from a modern perspective, is it kind of, it takes place in uh, Germany. Okay. And, like, over the course of the, of the film, like, this uh, takes place in, like, 1930s Germany. Oh, all right. So over the course of the film, it kind of shows how, like, fascism and anti-Semitism, things like... Uh, like how it kind of like slowly became mainstream, oh, you know? It's terrifying. Like there's like an arc <laughs> over the film of like how exactly like these ideas were like able to like grow until they t- took over mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so obviously it's uncomfortable, <laughs> but I bit it of a is real really world allegory in that to right respect. now. What? Bit of a bit of an allegory to modern times, even some might say. Yeah, but, but a bit, a bit. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I would recommend it because right. uh, way too relevant. <laughs> way too relevant. <laughs> I think that's the only way you can ever preface things. Like now, nowadays, you have to be like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Way too relevant right now. He <laughs> just is way too relevant. <laughs> Wolfenstein, what? way too relevant. Way, way too relevant as a video game right now. <laughs> anyway. Uh, also, I watched Dr. Zhivago, which is... Never heard of this one. It's basically about, like, this... Uh, it takes place in Russia. It's about, like, this doctor who, like, it follows him... And, like, his, like, love triangle through, like, the... There's, like, a pattern in these films. It's, like, always, like, love love triangles triangles, set against a historical revolutionary backdrop. (laughs) And, like, three-hour long. And they find Jesus. Don't forget they find Jesus. Oh, yeah. Of of course. They always have to do that in the movie. All right. So, but, yeah. So, it basically follows him post-World War I, I believe. Okay. Coming into, like, the uh, Russian Revolution and all that. So... Okay. It was pretty interesting, you know, given that it was like a 
three hour and twenty minute oh, film. It wasn't God, that boring. Aaron. Did you say three hour and twenty minutes? Three film? hour and twenty minutes. And you're telling oh. me not to watch Gone with the Wind. Here you're watching this. Gone with the Wind. Uh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> wait, wait for it. Aaron, no. <laughs> Aaron, no. But first, Dr. Zhivago, uh, not terrible. Fairly interesting. Very uh they do a really interesting job of capturing uh, the post-Russian Revolution world, like the beginning of Soviet Russia, because like the the book it's based on was apparently banned in Russia <laughs> at the time they were making this movie. Doesn't so like me. they couldn't film it in Russia, but they recreated Soviet Russia and like uh, Spain and Canada, I believe. Hmm. But they do a really good job of doing that, and the set work is just like phenomenal in this movie. Okay. Oh. So, yeah, not bad. No, but Aaron. didn't need to be three hours. No, nothing <laughs> ever does. <laughs> All right, next, uh, The French Connection. I've heard this, this is amazing. This was pretty great. And it was also pretty uh, nice to get a film that, you know, is like one hour and 45 minutes long <laughs> and like yeah. just completely uh, action driven. Like, it's just like nonstop action. And you're just like, this is what I needed after all these, you know, ponderous <laughs> three-hour hours. Don't you mean Frank? Not like Frank, because this is actually really good. Ooh, uh. shots fired at Crank. <laughs> I've never actually seen Film crank. I've never even so heard of, so I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Wait, is that Jason, Jason Statham? Statham? Yeah. It's Jason yep. Statham Jason movie, Statham. and, like, if his heart, like, if, like if his heartbeat, like, that was goes... Speed. Well, th- I, that's the same. one is. There's three of them. Oh, no, they're all the same. One speed, one speed, and one's. We just like, blew this wide open. I had no clue these films were related. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so yeah, and it, so it's just nonstop action. It's the crank cinematic universe. It's doing pretty okay. <laughs> all right. Anyway, but um, yeah, French Connection really. Really well done, really thrilling. You got some nice uh, chase sequences in there. What year? And it's is this? just you know it's nonstop action, so it's very entertaining. So I would yeah. highly recommend it. Uh, Gene Hackman does a great mm. performance. I believe they said he won the Academy Award that year. Doesn't surprise. And it's me. also interesting because like the TCM intro also basically talked about like how uh, when Gene Hackman was like in acting class, he was voted like least likely to succeed. <laughs> And, like, his teacher caught up with him, like, a few years later when he was working at a restaurant or something. And, like, said, like, I knew you would never amount to anything. So they're like, well, well, that's he came in and made this movie and won the Academy Award. Now, here's the thing. Who, who would ever say that to someone? You're least likely to succeed. That's horrible. Like... It's like, yeah, you can believe it, but you don't have to be horrible about it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. And now, Lacey. Yeah. I watched yeah. Gone with the Wind. How was it? Now, of course. One of the way, most, too way too long. long. <laughs> one of the most famous lines in all the film. True. Isn't it? Does it start frankly? It's frankly, my yes. dear, I don't give a damn, right? Yes. Yeah. Classic. Good line. Classic. There are a lot of very good moments like that scattered throughout. 
but it didn't need to be four hours long. <laughs> no. Nothing ever does. This is the thing. I think we can agree nothing ever needs to be four hours long. I think the Lord of the Rings movies manage it because they have a lot of stuff to cover and they're never boring. I know what I'm staying. I'm staying with Aaron. You've never seen them. (laughs) I'm staying with Aaron saying that, like, I'm disagreeing with you. I'm sure (laughs) there's going to come a movie where it can be four hours long and it can work. It'll be Justice League Part 2 because at that point, DC will be so disconnected from reality. They'll be like, people want this, right? (laughs) And then you're going to have an even more. Extended cut on DVD. <laughs> the six-hour cut. Six-hour cut with like Justice three new characters two. who never get into the four-hour cut. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> anyway, I'm just gonna cast Jenna Malone in different roles oh, every single time, God. but always cut no. around the movie. <laughs> if they do that, if they continue to cast Jenna Malone in like bit roles, and there's kind of like a a sub meta plot to it, where eventually Jenna Malone, all of her characters come together. God, no. Is there a villain in DC who duplicates themselves? There must be, but I can't think of because one Because right what, what if this is the long con? What if this is the long con, Aaron? They're not that organized. No, not at all. Anyway, continue. Anyway, Gone Little with the Wind. on the Prairie. Nope. Uh, so yeah, I was nope. entertained for like the first two hours, but then once you get like three hours in, you're like, just end. Just end. <laughs> I don't care about this drama. Just, mm. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't care. I, frankly, my dear, I, I don't, don't give, give a, a damn. damn. <laughs> but I felt that way two hours earlier yeah. than Clark Gable. <laughs> yeah. No, um, now, the only context I have for Gone with the Wind, there's, they're talking about it on CinemaSins, their podcast, and apparently, uh, the, the one who does the voice, Jeremy, said something to the effect of, hey, he, his wife watches it all the time, she doesn't even like the movie. She just thinks the dresses are pretty, so she watches it all the time. She watches a three-hour movie just for pretty <laughs> Oh, it's four dresses. hours. <laughs> it's four hours. So, yeah. Uh, Go listen to The Sins. The dresses pretty, Great I podcast. guess, sir. But not worth watching a four-hour movie for. No, no. <sighs> I can't yeah, they do. There is some impressive scale in, like, the battle scenes when they recreate, like, the Civil War and stuff. Okay. And there's some very... Uh, beautiful cinematography, especially when they use a lot of silhouettes and stuff. They do that okay. a couple times throughout the film. But also, it's just a bit uncomfortable because it really uh, oh, romanticizes the Confederacy. Oh, and you're just like, yeah. this is, uh, I, d- I don't want to root for any of these people. Yeah. It's, they're just like, they're yeah. like, oh, the Union invaders are ruining our lifestyle. And, yeah. They're all like praying to God to like save us from their evilness and their terrible. And I'm just like, you guys got it all wrong. <laughs> it was the 40s, Aaron. No one knew what was happening back then. Yes, I know. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. That was Gone with the Wind. Probably will never watch it again. No, I wouldn't blame it, you. Now, how are we coming? to watch once. How are we coming on Lawrence of Arabia? Probably will watch it this weekend. All right. Holding you to it. I'm going to watch it too. Believe me, Aaron. 
I'm going to watch this movie. This is a movie that's been taunting me for years. I want to watch it. I like T.E. Lawrence. I need to watch it. So I'm going to watch it. I probably will watch it this Saturday if I have nothing else going on. All right. So you got Anyway, to... okay. And then oh, no. finally, uh, TV. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like one last one, but no. He's like, finally, the category <laughs> two, of TV. Two things. Two things, two things though. Oh. Powerless. One, I watched... I finally got around to watching a series of unfortunate events, the Netflix is version. Is it good? It is actually really good. I want to watch it. Liked it a lot better than I was the movie. Neil Patrick Harris. Oh god, well it's not hard. He's actually no, he's actually really really he does a really good job with it. Like he obviously is having fun with the role and he mm. can actually uh embody these various different disguises of Count Olaf. <laughs> I do it was a bit distracting because he's not quite old enough to make like the natural count olaf look normal look right you know yeah. it's just like he has like this spiky gray hair and beard and everything but he's way too young because right. i don't know how old he is like what 40 like something yeah so it, it, it's never quite convincing but i guess maybe that's kind of fitting given the character his character's you know? not convincing so exactly now but did you yeah, watch was... all of it what? Did you watch all, all of it, the yeah. season? Okay. I heard There's the, only eight oh, episodes. No, we're not going to say it on the podcast. Oh, it's only eight. Okay. Not going to say it on the podcast. Heard the twist. That's going to make me watch the show. Because they, they stray from the books a little bit, I hear. Um, a little bit. Yeah. We'll talk about it off podcast. But um, Yeah, so I, I'm excited. Again, I have no clue when I'm going to get to this show. <laughs> I have way too many other things to watch first, but I'm putting it on the docket. You know, it, it'll mm -hmm. be watched eventually. Yeah, it's only eight episodes, so you can get through it fairly quickly. Yeah. But yeah, right. highly recommend it. Uh, just very witty. Uh, loved the cast. They all did a great job. I really loved uh, Patrick Warburton as Little <sighs> Me Snicket. Yeah. Like, I was unsure about him when they first announced that ca casting but he does a phenomenal job okay that because that seemed like the perfect casting choice to me oh i thought it didn't it didn't seem like his style of humor was exactly fitting for what lemony snicket is doing okay so i was like yeah but i just think you know I guess it's just because I like Patrick Warburton so much that I'm like, I do too. Just get him in everything. <laughs> like, no, but let's just get him in I was wrong because he did phenomenal. Awesome. He was awesome. consistently hilarious, and I loved it. So yeah, very well done. Really excited to see them adapt the later books in the series, especially since those are the ones I'm more unfamiliar with. Do they go like one I, through three? Basically, what? Do they go one through three on this one? They do one through four. It's uh, two episodes per book. Does four get, like, as dark as the book does? Not quite as dark. Oh, but God, I would have loved that. The, the show doesn't stray, stray away from the darkness. Okay, it's good. It's pretty dark. Good, good. But, yeah, I'm the first three books are the ones I'm most familiar with, especially since those are the ones that the movie adapted. Right. So... I would be interested to kind of have like a refresher on the later books in the series that I don't really remember as well. You, you can't forget the video game, though. I, I never played I never, it. I was never a fan of this. I never read the books. I never saw... I might have saw part of the movie, but nothing that really ever interested me about the series. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. really good, in my opinion. 
Although the first time I tried to read the books, and when they're like, if you like want a book with like joy or whatever, don't read this one. I was like, fine, I won't read it. You don't want me to read it. I'm not going to wow. read your book. And I just put it down and I didn't read it again for like another year. Wow. You are just, you're, man, you're too Aaron, edgy. Aaron. Aaron. You're too edgy. <laughs> anyway, finally, real quick, I just want to go on the record saying mm-hmm. I officially love Riverdale. I'm going to go on the record saying it's a good show. These past few weeks, I was like, is it a good show or just so bad it's good? And I'm like, nope. It's a good show. God, you're going to make me watch this. Uh, you're going to just convince me into watching this. And I'm going to watch it. I'm going to hate watch this show, probably. You are. Once it hit ne- hits Netflix. No, man. Can I just watch it online? It. What? Can I just watch it online? You could episodes? if you wanted to. But I didn't know if you wanted to make a... Yeah. Weekly commitment when you could just wait for it to hit Netflix. The weekly commitments are easier for me, I think. Because that way, it's not all at once. Here are these episodes. I have a week in between. I'm like, that's why Legion, I'm going to try and get in on the ground floor. I'm going to be like, eight episodes, one a week. Well, it's going to be two this first week. But, you know, I'm going to hit that. I'm going to hit that Legion. Because it looks good. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza's in it. Love Aubrey I don't Plaza. think so. It's got great reviews. David, what are you excited yeah. for? <laughs> you're, like, you're like my little sisters, <laughs> Emma and Allie, who just have no joy for anything. They do now, but um, when, they were, when they were little, man, they didn't like anything. Anything. Nothing made them laugh. It's like, so this is why it scared me so much, the Beware the Slenderman. Because the first, she's like, the earliest signs that something was wrong with our daughter was that they were watching Bambi. And when Bambi's mom dies, like, the kid had, like, no empathy for her. And it was like, well, at least Bambi's alive. (laughs) I'm like, that sounds like something my little sisters would have said. Oh, my God. I'm excited for Into the Badlands Season 2. Oh, did you watch the first season? I did. I don't even know what that is. It's like a a post-apocalyptic world. Um... And, but they're in like the south and it's ruled by like barons and like these barons have like their plantations and but they have like barons have like these clippers and it's just like super like hype like action samurai ninja weird sequences of assassins that kill each other and it's just like drama and then but there's this weird like plot with this kid who has like a special power which I don't really understand why that needs to be there but the action's good. It sounds a lot like the like the Smash NBC show Revolution, which got canceled promptly after two seasons. <laughs> well, no, I don't know. I've it, I've never heard of this in, show. So into, I the, into the Bay Lions had set the world record for most um, episode, like most people viewed the first episode. Oh wow! Because it came out right at. It came on right on after The Walking Dead, so uh, everyone was already there. So like, oh, and like a new AMC show. Like, oh, like what? And then obviously it dropped off after that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I watched. I didn't like. I remember I watched the first episode. I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. And then like I just didn't watch it. I forgot why. And then I picked it up. Me and my cousin just watched the entire series in one one day. Nice. Mm-hmm. So. That, so, to answer your question, that is something I'm excited for. That comes back in March. All right. All right, well, guys, let's move on 
to our ongoing series where we talk about our top 10 films of all time. Guys, we are at number two. Going. We're so close Crazy. to number one. What is your name, son? Gerald. Well, Gerald, I think you're afraid. Are you telling us this stuff so we can buy your book? Because I gotta tell you, if you are, that was some of the worst advice I ever heard. You're waiting for a train. A train that'll take you far away. Guys, I, I, if you don't mind, I would like to go first, because this is a film we've talked about before, a little bit lower on David's list, actually. Um, this is the film we like to call Inception. Nacho Libre. No, not oh. Nacho Libre. <laughs> no, Inception. Um, Inception. This is a movie. Can you believe it? Lena Dunham is in it. it, also. Um, the big star of the film, Lena Dunham. No. Uh, <laughs> um, you got, you got, you got the same initials again. Yeah, I do. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Who is great in this movie? Um, but yeah, I mean, we've talked about Inception with David's. Um, I think Inception is just one of those movies, I, every time I watch it, I forget how amazing it is. I forget how much it moves me, how much it completely enthralls me. You know, I'm in that action. Uh, when they start going deeper levels, deeper levels, deeper levels. Man, just the whole concept of time and how time is slower in some and how... Uh, stuff in the dream world one above will affect one down but not two down and all that kind of stuff man it's yeah it's it's insane um the the amount of detail that just went into making sure all of this made sense um that it was coherent that it's easy to understand and even though it is easy to understand there are things that you don't pick up on until the third or fourth time you've seen it. Um, even just with that. How about that ending? That mm. ending. Um, I feel like the ending isn't... I feel like everyone's always like, what happens at the end? And I kind of like, I think I understand what happens at the end there. But it, number one, I don't think it really even matters what happens at the end. Because technically, Leonardo DiCaprio is happy no matter what. Oh, spoilers for <laughs> Inception. A seven-year-old film now, so you can just all sit down. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. But is it true Is it true happiness if it's not real, Jacob? Uh, yeah. Because he doesn't know, and he doesn't care. You know, that once, he, once he walks away, that's when he gives up. And you're like, who cares? He's happy, whether it's real or not. But can he ever be so truly when, happy? So when you give up on why, your dream, why would he not happy? be able to? I don't understand. Why would he not be able to be happy if he if he doesn't because... know it's fake? What? If he does not know that it's fake, how could he ever tell the difference? Um, I mean, there's this movie called The Matrix. I've never seen those, so I don't know. Are you kidding me? No, I've never seen any of the Matrix. Oh, you've never seen the Matrix. Films. We've gone through this on the podcast before, Eric. <laughs> I can't. Okay. I can't deal with you sometimes. S- side note. Side note. Something that I'm all. I'm also excited for. Samurai Jack is coming back. Oh yeah. I never watched Samurai you Jack. I'm, I'm with you, David. <laughs> like I'm like, ooh, this is dark. This is gruesome. <laughs> Samurai Jack. Actually, I love this around. This time around. Yeah. Anyway. But Inception. Inception. Stand out in this movie. I think Ellen Page is great. I think Joseph, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's great. Tom Hardy, great. Leonardo DiCaprio, great. The real standout, though, is totally 
and I'm horrible at this name because I always want to say it my way, but I know it's not pronounced that way. Marion Cotillard. Marion Cotillard. Fantastic in this movie. Absolutely just one of the greats, man. Like, this performance is one of my favorites in any movie ever because it's just so, like, layered. You know, there's that menacing aspect to it. There's that, like, the, the innocence. There, there's just the scene where it's him and her on opposite sides of the building. And, uh, you know, she's like, I'm going to jump because it's not real. And you're just like, oh, my God, don't jump, you idiot. <laughs> like, it's, man, this movie is just... It pulls at my heartstrings, gets me every time, and uh, yeah. Now maybe you can notice a lot of films in my top ten make me cry. That's because I'm over emotional. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe share some with your little sisters. Make sure. Yeah, no, I took all. Of it. I took all of the emotion. Um, no, yeah, Inception. I think if you haven't seen Inception, definitely watch Inception. Obviously, my number two film of all time. And honestly, if I didn't have such a loyal, undying love for my number one, this would be my number one. But I made a pact, guys. I made a pact that no film will ever pass this movie, my number one. You know? Well, that's that's such an awful pact to make because new <laughs> Aaron things made the same pact with his number year. one, basically, <laughs> without even saying it. Am I right, Aaron? What? You basically have died. decided that no movie... My audio died? Guys? What? You're back now. No, you're good. Oh, okay. But, Aaron, you basically said that this... You're number one. Nothing will ever pass it because you don't think anything ever can pass it because you've seen it well, so many times. It's not that I'm making sure that it's going to remain my number one no matter what film well, comes along. Really I'm just saying, I'm saying I don't think there's a possibility for anything to pass it just because it's been such an influential part of my life. Yeah. And I've seen it so many times. That's that, a like, better way for I me to say it. I don't understand what film could pass it. I should have said it that way. I understand now. <laughs> but Inception, <laughs> man, fantastic. Who wants to go next? Number two. I can go. Aaron. All right. Du, du, du. All right. This is another film that uh, we had on someone else's list earlier. Oh, yeah. At the time, I mentioned it. I was saying, this yeah. is, we're going to get to this again later. Did not think it would that be this is, high. It, it is this high. That's Donnie Darko. Yeah. Now, just I listened back to on that episode. I almost, wait, pause. I almost just watched this, but I fell asleep. And because of my PS4, it's like I put the disc in my PS4, but then like it was taking like too long to um, like register the Blu-ray. Because I don't know, my my does that happen with your PS4? Like when you switch out a no. game? No, <laughs> no. Oh. I think that might be a problem. Like, I like, want to get takes... that checked. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So either. don't spoil it because I, I, no, I, no, I won't. no, no, I won't. Even if it did, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those movies. Uh, but Aaron, I remember. I listened back to the episode that I that I talked about this movie in. Completely incoherent, everything that I say. So maybe you can do this movie a little bit more justice than I, the knave, who has only seen it one time. Tell me. We'll, we'll, we'll see, because, like, I have seen this film, I think, three times now, maybe four. 
Okay. And I still don't think I understand everything that happens in it. <laughs> so I don't know if I can be any more coherent. But just the first time I saw this movie, the first time I saw this movie, it's actually, it was my parents, first, I forget why, but my parents and my brother had to like leave town to go to something. And so they left me home alone. And I was like, what am I going to do home alone all th this whole weekend? I was like, I know, I'll just watch through my Netflix queue. So I watched like 15 <laughs> movies in one weekend. <laughs> And this was one of them. Okay. And, but, like, when I saw it, I was just, it, it blew my mind. Because, uh, when did I see this? It was, I don't know exactly when, but it was, like, when I was just, like, really getting into uh, film. Like, mm -hmm. really getting into film, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. This is what I want to consume more of and everything. What? 2012. That's a shot in the dark, but am I right? I, I don't know. I like I said, I can't remember, but it could be. Never mind then. Let's <laughs> take shots. That's right around when I was, but you they would have been before. So then that would be like ten. I'm calling it ten. I I don't know. The but year yeah. ten. And then this film I was just like <laughs> this is like pure art. Like, you know, yeah. it's hot. I've art. seen a lot of films that feel like uh like the production, uh, a specific production. You're just like, oh, we gotta make a new Batman film. So here's all the things we want for our to appeal to our audience and everything. Mm -hmm. But this is just like, this is one man's vision, completely absurd vision. No one else but him really understands. I don't even know if he understood exactly he what does. he came up with, <laughs> especially given his uh, later <laughs> filmography when it's like he it's didn't understand what made this movie work. <laughs> this movie was a fluke but like a good one. <laughs> but I was just like this is phenomenal. Like this is a directorial vision carried out to perfection. You know mm -hmm. just the, the atmosphere in this movie is incredible. Just like because I was watching this Home Alone at night oh, God, and then yeah. when Frank first shows up like oh, outside God. his door and he's just like the world is going to end. And I was like, I might need to turn this movie off because I'm being <laughs> really freaked out. It is freaky. And it's it's I didn't mention this, but it's those subtle, like just grading tones. It's just one tone and then it'll kind of switch. There, there's just like subtle, like unnerving tones. There's a score, and the score is great, but there is just mm -hmm. something about those tones that play that are just so off-putting because it's so much not what we come to expect from film. So, sorry. Right, continue. right. No, yeah, you can jump in whenever. But uh, So, yeah, the atmosphere is phenomenal. The, uh, as you said, like the, the, the use of color and everything, also very fascinating. Uh, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Just phenomenal performance. Yeah. Like, it's such a complex character, but he, he sells it, you know? Mm -hmm. Just, uh, the, well, the I one mean, part. now I, I really want to see this movie. Now, I, God. You gotta, you gotta. I have to make, I have to make time for this week now, even though I have no This time, is a but. David movie. Mm -hmm. You will love this movie. I, I know I have, it's just. Yeah. Life, life also, hard, Jenna Malone. Actually, in the real movie, not not just the director's cut, which I need to watch. <laughs> I only watched the theatrical. Well, 
the theatrical cut is definitely the superior version. Right, but just to get the director's, more context. Yeah, there's a theatrical and director's cut. Watch theatrical. And this is like, yeah, definitely would start with the theatrical <laughs> okay. cut. Because the director's cut is like, oh, so I have seen this movie four times. Because I've seen the theatrical three times and the director cut once. So the theatrical superior? Definitely, by far. Because one of the things that's so great about this movie is the the mystery of it just like kind of the complete absurdity and the never yeah. knowing what exactly is going on and but mm-hmm. it's like it's not like it's an incoherent film because it's no. intentional it's like it's trying to get you into uh his headspace just be like he doesn't understand what's happening to him you don't <laughs> understand either but it's really fascinating how it captures that and yet it's not incoherent and yet it's also like incoherent you know yeah like you're like not I, like you keep on saying like maybe this happened or maybe not yeah. or however you were phrasing it's the bioshock that. infinite of movies right i think that's another thing that i love so much about this film is there's so much to just like talk about after seeing it mm-hmm. like it just it definitely like lives beyond the the screen mm-hmm. like you just spend so many hours afterwards like theorizing what exactly is going on here and then there's still stuff like on the third time I viewed it when I was taking a science fiction uh, film class Mm -hmm. we watched it as part of that and like the the time I watched it through I brought this up in class I was like this is something I didn't notice the first two times I watched it but now this completely changes the way I think about everything in this ending because I'm I'm not going to mention what point it was because it is a spoiler so for David's sake, we'll talk about it offline. Any so podcast I listeners. I don't but, think we've yeah. ever actually talked in depth about this movie. So we should probably talk about this later. Maybe. But yeah, so it just, it absolutely blew my mind the third time around. So it's one of those films that you can keep on watching and get something new out of mm-hmm. it every single time. So that's, those are all reasons why I love it so much. Maybe I'll just marathon the movie the entire weekend just watch it consistently so i get like 30 views within a weekend yeah you could try it that would be an interesting experiment (laughs) but yeah also want to mention i don't know that i mentioned it uh the first time like weirdly funny at times too like there are some good laughs in this movie as well so yeah donnie darko david what's your number two uh, my number two, which is a great film, obviously, because I chose it. Um, Aaron has seen it. Jacob is not. Okay. And it is Perks of Being a Wallflower. Ah, this is coming eventually. That yeah, was, eventually. Uh, that was Aaron's number two. And eight, I have... I beat this movie to the, like... We've, we've, we've beat this horse so yeah, much. Right. Like, we talk about this movie probably... Every other podcast. Every I, other honestly, podcast. I honestly think if, if you, you have a running tally of Always Sunny, but we should keep like a, a Perks of Being a Wallflower oh, tally yeah. too, Thank because you. you guys mention it so often. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Why do you love but it so much? I, this, this movie makes you feel. This yep. movie, and like, And it makes you feel something that you didn't necessarily know that you wanted to feel. But after you felt it, 
you're happy for the experience they gave you, which is very, you're like looking at me like, what are you talking about? But like, I don't have Aaron any context, understands. so that's my problem here. I, I'm, yeah, I, no, I understand exactly what he's getting at. Right. Like, like it's just something you have to experience. I do have to experience it. And um, just growing up it, like, and trying to figure out, you know, who you are and how to handle things and what people go through. Just, I think it's like one of the most honest films out there and trying to show that. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, like I was saying when I was talking about this, cause this is my number 10. Uh, it's one of like, I think it's fascinating how it's so intimate in that, like, it perfectly captures the experience that every single person <coughs> basically goes through in, like, struggling to find out who they are and everything. But then it's also, like, it's, it's universal in that respect, but then it's also intimate in the fact that, like, I can see so much of just specifically myself in there that I don't think other people are getting the same experience from it that I am, and yet we're all loving it so much. But So I completely agree with you. And it's definitely makes you feel things like i said i can't get to this movie without crying at least once it's okay buddy i cry so too. J- jake you should just basically just go watch the movie yeah i mean since... yeah. yeah based <laughs> jacob's probably gonna lose it I during do. this i lose it in everything that's like, what i'm saying like this one will make you'll, me you'll cry during a completely unemotional moment Dude, in a movie. that happens all the time so... <laughs> so well, this movie is just gonna... now david this always surprises me that you love this movie so much and yet you scoff at coming of age films all the time no this isn't a coming of age film that's why what it is coming it's, of it's age film. something that is the only different. way to describe new this transcends movie. Coming of age. <laughs> oh god all right it is something new and better and yes i hate coming of age films 90 i mean Name another one that I like besides this movie, if this is considered coming in. I, mean, I, I don't, don't know, know what, what you like, <laughs> so I can't, I can't exactly. Oh, no. But Have you no, ever seen The Graduate? No. That's a classic. You gotta watch that. I need to watch The Graduate. That's on the list, I think. Probably. Yeah. yeah. It got the but, Simon Garfunkel. I know that. I know the soundtrack very well. Um, right. I just have never <laughs> seen the movie. No, but the fact that I've seen this movie and that because like I feel like my number ten, my top ten list is superior to everyone else's because you know it's my list. Like I'm of sure course. Aaron feels like his list is superior to everyone else's. Well, yeah, I'm be- I was very pretentious with mine. I'm like, oh, I got a foreign film in here, so clearly I am the superior cinephile. <laughs> the superior cinephile. That was nice. I like that. That's so he, he's so gregarious. <laughs> so like the fact that like you know I'm able to no yeah I understand well, like the fact like, that, so that I enjoy this movie means that the entire world should be able to enjoy this movie. I think the entire world can enjoy this movie. I wouldn't so. know yet, but I'm excited to find out. Guys, let's move on to the bad yeah. movie of. Ten week. You like that one, guys? It's a good one. Oh my god! I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Carpet day. Huh? No. 
Uh, David, <laughs> what do you uh, what do you got for us for the bad movie of the week? Let's talk about a movie called Entourage. I'm not oh no! <laughs> <laughs> never seen the HBO show. Never seen the movie. Have nothing to say about this. <laughs> but I'm, I've never seen either either. But I'm interested to hear. So I, I've seen this movie. And I've not seen the show. <laughs> okay. Okay. But. Like, yeah. Okay, of course, I feel like I'm missing, like, you, I'm missing something because I didn't see the show. Like, I, I thought that going in, but I went in, like, went into the, sh- the movie. I was like, I'm not missing anything. Like, this is just really stupid. Like, I don't understand how this was a TV show made into a movie. Like, this entire movie is about this, like. He's like this actor, and he has money, then he doesn't have money, then he has money again, and his friends. And his friends just basically are always drunk with him, and like he's always drunk. And like he, no matter what, he just parties through everything, and there's a lot of tits. And then they, um, then they put the, the girl MMA fighter in it. What's her name? Ronda um, Rousey. Yeah, Ronda Rousey's in it because this is when she's like a terrible a actress. Just. She's That's not when, actress, like she was no. the like the champion, right. you know, at the time. So they're like, "Oh, we need Ronda Rousey in this movie," and like, she's like supposed to be like this love main interest of this like one of the guys who just like he got rich by making a brand of tequila. I'm like, wow, like, I like I don't know, just like a whole bunch of pointless stuff happens in, in this movie, mm-hmm. and. Like, I, I, they just over-sexualize it and feel like, oh, like, people watch our show, so we can just throw together a movie, and, like, I'm sure people will go watch this. And it was awful. Like, nothing like nothing happened, like, <laughs> in, to move this, like, plot forward. Like, whatever, there was no plot. Like, yeah, th- there wasn't just, like, a, a beginning, a middle, and end. It was just kind of this, like, and it wasn't just, like, Project X. You know how Project X is, like, oh, there's this monster party, and, like, we're going to throw the best party ever. No, it's just kind of, like, this guy and his friends and they're hanging out and they're really not cool characters at all. I don't really care about any of them. And do you, do you think you would have cared about them if you had watched the show or is it just like you assume no. the show is just that as awful as I assume this? the show I assume the show would be worse since this is a movie budget, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So, so if you're running on a TV budget, I'm assuming you're going to just well, have I don't know. I've never seen the original show. I've heard it's okay. Um, but it seems like everyone agrees with you, David, because a 6.6 on IMDb, which is low for IMDb, surprisingly enough, because in everyone's minds it's either a 0 or a 10. Uh, <laughs> and then a 38 on Metacritic. And, uh, yeah. I mean, this didn't look good when I remember seeing previews for it. I, I, I went and saw it with, like, I think all of my friends like went to go see it and I hadn't like, I needed, we went out to eat and then we went and saw a movie and like, that's what they wanted to see. I was like, I was like, oh, okay, a comedy, like I can get in. Like, it wasn't funny. Like, yeah. you know, that's the worst thing. Like, oh, I'm, I pay for a movie that's supposed to make me laugh. and I don't laugh. That's going to be fist like, fight. You, you literally, no, fist fight, I will laugh. <laughs> I'll force a laugh. I will force a laugh I'll if I have to. <laughs> I'm gonna call Charlie. My purchase is justified. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Entourage. What else? What else? It, now, 
I remember Mr. Marky Mark Wahlberg was in the preview for this. Do they deliver on the Marky Mark Wahlberg? David? 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 Is, is this on front Hello? two? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Do they deliver on the Marky Mark Wahlberg promise? I told you uh, he was in this movie. He was in it, okay. All right, that's a, that's a step in the right direction. Was he? I remember him in the preview. I don't know. I'll look on the cast list, I guess. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I'm remember. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't know. Meaning, so they probably didn't deliver. Probably not. All I know about this show is that, like, the fact that like the main guy stars in like an Aquaman movie is like a major plot point or something. What? And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, it's it's like oh, this guy like, and it's not like oh, this guy came from nothing and like worked. For like, like he's not even like a good actor. Like, I I don't know. Like, just the like I don't I don't care about. But like, it's not necessarily that I don't care about these characters. I don't. But like, just like the things that happen in this movie. Like, oh no! Like his manager may screw him out of his money. I'm like, that's so original. Like, mm-hmm. this oh god, I don't know. So. Entourage should not be seen. Stay away from it. If you oh, like but that, guys, if you like the TV show. Guys, no. Piers Morgan is in it, guys. We that all doesn't surprise me. We all love. <laughs> Seems like his Piers, type of movie. Piers Morgan, right? Oh, yeah, God. and there's and there's just like a, a large amount of breasts in this movie. Yeah, seems like it'd be a touch mm-hmm. misogynistic. Yeah, just just a touch. Bob so now it's like, oh, they show it. up. It's like, oh, there's a, like a lot of close-ups on it, and John Favreau is in it. Mike Tyson, because of course Mike Tyson. <laughs> Liam Neeson, oh. <laughs> no Liam. Kelsey Grammer. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Mark Wahlberg, I found him. He's in it. He plays himself. His name is Mark Wahlberg. All right. Well, no, no one's see Entourage. I think we're going to settle on that. Is that where we're going to land? Yeah. All right, guys. Now let's move on to the fault in your stars. Oh, okay. I didn't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that. But you're wrong, and I hate you. Guys, this week, it is my review. Not my review, but it's a review I found for a good film. So let me pull up this here review on my phone. And let's Wait. take a gander. What we got here? Like a goose. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> One and a half stars. Perhaps before blank year it came out. I'm not going to tell you the year because you'll get it. Perhaps before blank, there weren't many thriller movies like this one. What makes it original? And perhaps that's the only possible reason. Such stereotyped, with an horrible and exaggerated general script, lacks of thrills, and originality is considered good. However, not for me, not today. That's all? (laughs) Did they have one coherent sentence with that? No. Okay. Oh my god. So it's a thriller. 
No, it's here's a the thrill thrill that no. It's a thriller that supposedly doesn't have any thrills for that person. <laughs> All right. right. For that person, because obviously it would be a good thriller. Half yeah. a star. I have seen some pretty bad movies, but this one takes the cake. Maybe stuff like this was entertaining half a century ago, but now, with the thousands upon thousands of movies that exist, this is one boring, poorly written, and poorly acted. If you're under the age of 40, do not watch. You have been warned. What about people over 40? Like, is that okay then? Not allowed. Would, Maybe. I mean, yes, allowed. It's, it's a classic thriller 40 year old virgin, Aaron. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> such a thrilling movie. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? Was that the all? Yeah, that's all. You're supposed to get us from, from that? Fine. I'll give you the year that was in the original one. Perhaps before 1954. There weren't many thriller movies like this one. What makes it original? And perhaps that's the only possible reason why such stereotyped. With an horrible and exaggerated general script, lacks of thrills and originality is considered good. However, not for me. Not today. So it's the 1954 film? Yes. So I assume it's Hitchcock... I I assume, but I don't know which of his films came out in 1954. That's a real question. Because Psycho was 60, I believe, right? Yep. Was it it Rear Window? When did Rear Window come out? I don't know. (laughs) You're not going to tell me? Yeah, it came out in (laughs) 54. Did you Google it? (laughs) Google searching. I guess that's our answer. It's Rear Window! One of my favorite films of all time. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, there weren't many thri- there weren't many more thrillers movies like this one. What makes it original? Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. But my favorite line, of course, is perhaps that's the only possible reason why such stereotyped. Excuse me. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> You know exactly what they meant. <laughs> I guess. Guys, this has been episode 39 of Reboot Already Underway. Guys, if you want to find us around the internet, you can find Aaron at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. You can find him at This Clever Blog Name is Already Taken. Just posted a Lego Batman review. Go, go show it some love. Anything to say about it? <sighs> No? It's a phenomenal review. It's the best if, review. If I the say so myself. <laughs> um, if you want to find David around the internet, you can find him at dbex15 with two S's. Uh, you can find him there. You know, he's been tweeting a lot about his birthday lately, so maybe you can catch up on those birthday yeah. tweets. There's been a lot of interesting pictures of me posted. Yeah. If you want to go see what I look like. <laughs> if you want to go see what he looks like, go check it out. Um, and if you want to find me around the internet, Jacob, you can find me at Jake Lace, Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr. Just posted uh, the first installment of Fix This Film. I talk about Split. There's spoilers. So right, so I didn't. Yeah, Aaron hasn't read it. Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of, pr- kind of proud. I am proud of this one. Um, I think. I'm, I'm very excited to do this with more films. I'm going to do Spectre next whenever I get around to watching Spectre again. Who knows when that will be. <laughs> so I was going to do Rings. 
nothing worth salvaging in rings. So I, <laughs> there was no way I'd be able to do that. Anyway, uh, go, go read that if you like. Uh, let me know what you think. And uh, yeah, um, guys, if you want to find Reboot Already Underway, you can find us at Reboot Already On on Twitter. Also, listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Maybe I'll try and get us on, on some other stuff too. Spotify, taking podcasts now, like more widely. So maybe I'll try and get us on Spotify as well, um, if I can figure out how to do that. But guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you all again next week when we talk about... The Bye Bye No, Man. stop it! Every week! It's every week! We're not going to talk about the Bye Bye Man. And you We're going to talk about it at some it, point. It's a self- at some point later this year, it will be true. No, because honestly, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because you say, we're going to talk about the Bye Bye Man. And then every week you end it with, we're going to talk about the Bye Bye Man. So it's technically true. <laughs> that's the best kind of true. Technically true. Yeah, that's a good point. Alt facts. All right, guys, we'll see you all next time. Goodbye.